Hello and welcome to Milkshakes for Mali. I'm Kate Fisher. And a special welcome to all of our new followers from all over the world. It's so exciting to look at the podcast stats each week and to see different countries popping up over, all over the world and getting messages from different, different listeners. Um, it's so much more than I could have expected out of our first season. So thank you. Um, it's my dream for the Milkshakes for Mali movement to be so much more than just a family needing plasma to stay together or a lifeblood team to register your donation against or even just a podcast that tells the survival stories of blood product recipients. I really wanted this to be a community that bridges the gap of anonymity between Australian blood donors and their recipients. This week's episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, We've been dropping weekly episodes of the podcast for six months now, and it felt like a really good time to do an update to everyone about where our family's up to and just let you know that we are going to be taking a little break um, but we will be back soon with a second season. Uh, First I just wanted to touch on two significant media items that are circling this week. Um, The first of these is the federal election in Australia and the response by 2022 Australian of the Year Dylan Alcott to the comments made about the election debate last night regarding the future of the National Disability Insurance Scheme. At the time of recording this episode, Alcott has tweeted, Woke up this morning feeling very blessed to be disabled. I reckon my parents are pretty happy about it too. Feeling sorry for us and our families doesn't help. Treating us equally and giving us the choice and control over our own lives does. I've reflected so much on representation of disability in society, media and culture since beginning this podcast and realistically I would never have started this movement if I didn't have children with a range of physical and neurodevelopmental disabilities. Through this podcast we have profiled so many people with various disabilities and these people wouldn't be alive to tell their tales without having received blood products from our incredible Australian blood donors. Prime Minister Scott Morrison's comments that he and his wife are so lucky that they haven't had to go through that, meaning being the parents to children with disabilities, fails to acknowledge the incredible privilege and joy it is to parent a child with a disability. Having said that, I will say that at times it is also bloody hard work. This season, we have woven our family story through those that other people have told on the pod. And one of the things I've tried to convey is that when one person in the family has an injury, illness or disability, this often results in the whole family having additional needs. Now, this could be anything from the strain that it can put on marriages to siblings missing out on family time, sporting or social activities. It could be one parent having a reduction in income and or superannuation as they take time out to provide care. It can be changes in housing, financial circumstances, the ability to travel or even connections to culture and religion. I am so deeply grateful to parent my little tribe of kids with disabilities and complex health needs, and I hope to raise them in a country with improved representation of people with disabilities in media, within a society that has a safety net that allows them to grow and live their best lives, and within a culture that embraces their diversity, their talents, and their contributions. And I know that they will make an incredible impact on this world. I feel so lucky to parent these children and I also feel so lucky that they were born in Australia. The second news item that I wanted to touch on in today's pod is the announcement made by Christian Ronaldo and his partner Georgia that their newborn son has died. He said it is with our greatest sadness that we announce that our baby boy has passed away. 
It is the greatest pain that any parent can feel. As a family, we pass our greatest sympathies to this family as we know what it is like to parent a surviving twin. In 2011, we had a single embryo transferred into my uterus during an IVF cycle that divided into identical twin boys, Benjamin James and Campbell Benjamin. This year was the 10th anniversary of Benjamin's death. Campbell is our surviving twin, and we are forever finding the balance of celebrating one life while mourning the loss of another. Every birthday they should have shared, every first milestone they should have navigated together, every time I see a twin pram or a twin shopping trolley, every parenting post about how tired mothers of multiples are, which I have absolutely no doubt is true, but how I yearn to feel that level of exhaustion rather than the never-ending cycle of grief and the electric shock of heartbreak that I feel every time Campbell looks in a mirror. I don't think there's a right way to grieve. For us, it has been acknowledging Benjamin as part of our story without asking our children to walk along the same path of grief. For me, it will always be being the mother of twins who I carried and I birthed but never getting to parent them. But for that time that they were nestled inside me together, all that they knew was pure joy and the anticipation of their arrival and so, so, so much love. And I hope they both felt that way now and always. What I have been so grateful for in the last few days is seeing these discussions about what it is like to be a twinless twin, how people have survived the death of their newborn babies and how people should never feel alone in these utter times of tragedy. When we lost Benjamin, I became part of a group called Mothers of Surviving Twins and also my insanely amazing pregnancy after loss support group. I love the people in these two groups so fiercely and some of them I simply couldn't do life without. I send our heartfelt sympathies to Christian, Georgia and their families and any person in the Milkshakes for Mali community who has experienced the death of a baby. We are sending you all our love. Now, on a brighter note, to close out today's episode, I just wanted to give an update on our little family. Since recording the first episode of the Milkshakes for Marley podcast, Marley has started going to primary school. She's now in prep a few hours a day, four days a week, and is also continuing with her rehabilitation program. She has recently had confirmation of her suspected autism spectrum disorder, so she now has a formal diagnosis for that, um, alongside a new diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder from her prolonged medical trauma. She continues to defy all projections made about her development and we are so fiercely proud of how brave and how hard she is working. She, alongside her beautiful brothers, is an absolute joy to parent and I am so grateful that they are all ours. While Jeff and I take a little break from making the podcast, I'd encourage you to leave us a review, to follow the Milkshakes for Marley Instagram and Facebook pages and we'll continue to put content on there and to provide updates. Um, and to let you know what's coming up in the next season. Um, Please tell us what your favourite episodes are so that we can make more of the content that you enjoy. Um, Nominate guests you'd like us to interview and any connections that you have to great people, please join us together. Um, Share the podcast with a friend and please, 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 please donate blood, plasma, platelets or breast milk. And if you would like to register your donations to the Milkshakes for Marley Lifeblood team. We'll pop a link on how to do that in the show notes. 
Thank you for joining us for this episode and for being part of the Milkshakes for Molly community. I'm so grateful to every single person that listens and mostly to every person that donates blood and to keep other people alive. Nothing feels more Australian like the modern demonstration of mateship than donating blood or plasma and this donation being used to keep another Australian alive. Our daughter is still alive today because of this incredible selfless gift and it is my privilege to create a space for others to tell their stories and to give thanks. This season of the podcast has been written and hosted by me, Kate Fisher, with audio production by my epic and ever-supportive husband, Jeff. Until next season, we will leave the final word to Marley. Thank you for my prize, Marley.